0: As a kid growing up in the late 70s, it's always inspired me to see people of color in the NHL. I didn't see myself as a black hockey player. I saw myself as a hockey player. And shot, flex, flex, flex. My name is Dean Barnes. I've collected hockey cards since I was eight years old, and I recently completed a 100 plus card collection of all the black and biracial players who made it to the NHL. When you're on a hockey card, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm going to talk to all the players in the collection as each of them has an amazing story to tell. We are proudly working with eBay to amplify these important stories. So, whether you're 8 or 80, we want you to be inspired. Find My Hockey Hero wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Just fighting down, baby. capita export value. (laughs) Libraries. Minister, are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's, There's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude, or the gonads, to to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just
1: watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker. When he, I saw him stick his tongue out, contemptuous, disregard. More than a slab of bacon, talking here. The
0: disappointment you also feel is my responsibility.
4: I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts?
0: The word was F-A-R-T. Are you sure you're recording the podcast? Is the podcast recording? Are we recording the podcast? Is this is it
1: is it going? Are we recording? Is it Okay, so Hi, hi. Hi, 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 hi. Oh. welcome to Canadian Politics is Born. Caffeine. My, welcome to Canadian Pollux's Boy. Welcome my, to the Canadian
0: Pollux. Yeah, well, my welcome name is Reese. I'm, I'm Jesse. Jesse. I'm
1: Jesse. You're Reese. Uh, Jesse's in a rush.
0: He's <sighs> going for a haircut. And I've got getting, a whole caffeine surging through me right he's now. He's going to get it's his peeps coming. Yep. That's yes. They've, they've gotten out of control. Ready for a big weekend. And I don't know how to do it myself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Last Time you did it, there was a horrible accident. Now you go to a professional. I don't want to talk about it, you know, nobody does. <laughs> so, um, this episode, well, I'm, I'm, I'm rushing straight in. You're rushing straight in. Yeah. How, How are you? Uh, I'm
0: good. You know, I'm suffering through winter, as one does. I, I hate, love
1: winter. I hate it so I much, love winter. I've always
0: hated winter so good. Why? It's gray, it's cold, it's gross. I feel like that should be Nova Scotia's tagline or slogan. Gray, it's gray, it's cold, it's gross. It's yeah. like on the on the
1: license plate. Just <laughs> I, Welcome to Nova Scotia. One, I love winter. One of the reasons I came to Canada. You're one of those fucking optimists, though. You fucking no, I just, love everything. No, I just love winter. But honestly, I'm one of those people, in. on I thought this today. I, I I went out for a walk in my lunch break. And it was freezing cold, so cold. And I felt my face hurt, my lips hurt. And I was like, but it was beautiful and sunny and there was snow everywhere. And there were people skating on the oval as I walked past. And I was like, it's really pretty. It's really cold. But also it makes me really appreciate when summer comes. Because if it was summer all the time, if I lived in California and it was summer all the time, I wouldn't care. But, but you know what you're you're not wrong i was I, uh, I need to experience both sides of the spectrum in order to appreciate the other i think And in the summer when i'm sweating my balls off i wish it was winter
0: okay i love summer i love being hot i do i, I, don't. I was born in the wrong climate i need to be in a
1: tropical location um i, I get what you're saying and i do appreciate that like i didn't I was, grow up in a cold harsh winter country and i i like it
0: i feel like i have experienced enough winters to be able to appreciate summer for the rest of my life, <laughs> You've done <your> time. <laughs> I've done my You've time, done your time. Good, yeah. Although, but like, I, I was in San Diego. I think I'm going to mention this before. I was in San Diego for a film festival, and it which San Diego is known as having perfect weather, 365 days of the year. I mean, yeah. that's an exaggeration, but like, almost not. Yeah, it's just like. Hardly any clouds, beautiful blue sky. You said everyone really, was angry. Everyone was angry. That's the that so you. weird. It's not good for you. But I mean, maybe that's what perfect weather does. Three sixty, you know, they just don't.
1: You just lose your shit, yeah, all the time. Well, yeah. I um, the other thing. The... This is why I like being friends with you, is
0: because I I am becoming an old, jaded, bitter man, and you snap me out of it. Oh, it's because I. It's because I am delightful. <laughs> that's a word for it. Yeah, yeah. The zest that is unparalleled. <laughs> If you were being tortured,
1: you would find some way to enjoy that. Oh. This, uh, some new pliers. <laughs> I didn't like the rusty ones yesterday. I'm glad you upgraded. Right. Rolling out the red carpet for me today. <laughs> like that? Yeah, exactly. My 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 <laughs> tactic in my head, which I know is entirely fictional and probably wouldn't play out like this, is that if I was ever kidnapped and tortured... Hold on, you play this through your head? No, uh, you know, you watch films and you go, oh, God, that looks painful. I wouldn't like to be in that situation. And then you go on like a thought experiment. My tactic, if I ever get kidnapped and captured and they're going to yeah. torture me, would be pretend like, like I'm really enjoying the whole thing. Like you're getting off on it? Yeah, exactly. Because they'd be like... So they're, oh Carl hi, you know. <laughs> I don't know if you'd be able to keep that up, man. No, I know that's right. It's entirely fictional. Oh, it's okay. Never gonna yeah. Happen that's... anyway. <laughs> I hope it's never gonna happen. But imagine <laughs> freaking them out because you're like going mm, round two. <laughs> there are people
0: out there where that does happen. There's a rewiring in the brain where p- pain gives them pleasure.
1: But I I think that um, it'd be quite funny just just to just to play the get one up on the person torturing you by pretending like you're really 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 having a good time. <laughs> that would be. Something. <laughs> Again, not based in reality because pro- I imagine torture hurts. That's the whole point of it.
0: You deduced that, did you? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> You'd make a
1: great detective. Like when they're pulling my fingernails out. Okay, it's gonna be let's... hard to fake that I'm enjoying it.
0: <laughs> You'd give it your best college try, though. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yeah, in your mind, what would stop the torture is not giving them the information they require, but
1: letting them think that you are getting off on it. That's what would stop the torture. But torture is famously bad for getting information off people because if you torture someone, they'll tell you, where it, tell they'll they'll say whatever they need for the torture to stop, whether it's true or not. Oh, really? So, like, who How gave you, you know the plans? This, who gave you the plans? And they'd be like, oh, oh just hours of torturing people, <laughs> just A B testing. Right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> No, it's true. is that it's um I can't remember reading the thing about it. It was the psychology of it and it was saying that it's it, people sign confessions. You'll get these people who get, Oh, this person he was executed because of, he you signed this confession. I killed JFK, it. stop it. And like you can get him. anyone to yeah. sign a confession if you beat the shit out of them for the right. three days and don't let them sleep. They'll sign any piece of paper to make you stop. So right. it's that thing of it doesn't work. Oh, interesting. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. That's good. Which well, is torture, why torture yeah, doesn't, doesn't go, work. Okay. The, the yeah. only option is to pretend you like it and to freak them out. Right. Yeah. That's the only option. <laughs> okay. Because they're going to well, torture you anyway until you until you give in and tell them anything they want to know. So, you know. Welcome was, to Canadian torture is boring. <laughs> I'm Jesse. No, this is Welcome Reece. to Canadian torture is,
0: is joyful. <laughs> Canadian torture is joyful. Jesus. All right. <laughs> oh god how do so, we how do we end up here uh there was the small talk dimension I, I
1: wanted to talk about um before a, the small talk, a little bit you know let's move on from torture. we went we went from winter to somehow to, into torture <laughs> that was the thing i was going to say is that i'm this i didn't expect the summers to be so hot in canada and they're particularly humid in, in Nova yeah, Scotia. They're, they're, they can be wonderfully gross and i i am i'm a sweater Oh, I don't mean I, I don't mean I'm something you wear. No, I know. i mean that I'm, I'm one of those people. And one of the things I found really hard that I never came across before. Yeah. Like normally like so Should, I, get, I my, my, my remedy is to wear deodorant and to have a shower every day. That's but, fine, yeah, that works. But there's this scent sensitive thing in Canada that I've never experienced before. Okay. Where people are like, this is a scent sensitive zone. You shouldn't wear any artificial scents on your body. You've right. never experienced that before? No, that's never, I've never heard of it until I'm really? in Canada. Oh, that's and I, interesting. I have people go, oh my God, your deodorant. Oh, no. Well, the I mean, scent. That's I don't, interesting I, that you've I've never. I don't, I don't know what that is. I mean, I've kind of grew up with that, so it's just normal for me. Well, people to, to be sensitive. Do you know, what's, yeah, do you know yeah. what's worse than my deodorant? My sweaty balls. <laughs> Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's... My armpits after a day in action.
0: But you can get unscented deodorant.
1: But how does that even work? I don't know. It just stops you from smelling badly. Or just cancels it out. Yes, essentially. Rather than masking it. Yes. I and mean, why do they not sell it anywhere then? They, why do they only sell? They must. They must. What? It must be a thing. But what, what That's happens. Happens. I wonder Will if the states die? or other Will countries people, have have yeah. no scent zones. I'm I'm, I'm curious, curious. But now. what is that? Like, but it's a bit late though. If I've got an appointment, and I go there, and, and on the door it says no scent, is like, what am I supposed to go and change my clothes and shower and return? I think the, it's more along the lines of like uh, perfumes
0: and or the sprays men put on colognes and stuff yeah, like that. Nobody, right? want, like, nobody wants to smell like a secondhand car salesman. But right, it's more like. It, think of it along the lines of light pollution and noise pollution it's just it's sense it's it's like anything that's extreme to the extreme we're kind of toning it down so if you've got like a kind of like a mild deodorant, nobody's going to fucking complain
1: that's okay sort of thing, i, I you know. just I, does it actually cause people pain no
0: no it's can, it's not a pain thing it's like some people have uh sensitivities to to really powerful I don't understand it. I really don't. I didn't <laughs> look into it, right? But
1: I know that that's a thing. That no, I know. People... I, 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 and I come from a place of just I've never. No one has. No one has ever even talked about that. Kind of like strobing lights at the beginning of a movie. Like oh, it's different. that
0: can induce epilepsy. That's well, a real thing. No, but I mean, I'm saying that there's there are people who have allergies to specific scents, and so it's kind of the same idea of like, please don't bring peanuts into our school. Beware, there's flashing lights happening, and please don't wear any strong. Sandalwood scents. is
1: my kryptonite. I mean. <laughs> This is my guess. I don't know. I never really did a deep dive into this sort of thing. If, you, if yeah. you're if you scent sensitive, uh, if, if I'm being really unfair and your life is a nightmare because of your scent sensitivity, send me an abusive email and I'm sorry, educate me. But as it stands, I've never experienced it before i've never i've never met it No, it'd have been too much aftershave on i think i that's think the it's the closest too, thing i can ever relate to but it. honestly i think
0: it's two-pronged i think it's one i think there are people out there who are very sense sensitive and secondly i think it's just the same along the lines of like noise pollution and light pollution okay. we're just going to keep all the sense down to a a, a moderate tolerable level no yeah, extremes yeah. sort of thing for everybody i think that's my guess yeah but it's, what's, the, what's the timer on Ten minutes. Ten
1: minutes, okay. Should <laughs> <Okay. laughs> we start talking about... Let's the... talk about the episode, yeah. Okay, I like gotta fight... get a haircut. Okay, so this episode is called... And he's a friend of the show. Stephen a... Harper. Oh. Star Trek lover. Oh, God. Oh, Did you know that Stephen Harper loves Star Trek?
0: No, I don't care. I love that we're still talking about Harper. I know. <laughs> he's just very, I just love how I feel like we should keep, We should also keep talking about Jason Kenney, even though he's no longer
1: doing anything. I know, it's something so comical about him. Right. So anyway... Um. So this is. Uh, there's never. He's never come out saying that he's a Star Trek lover. He's never been massively open about it. But there's a bunch of um, uh, sources close to him and anecdotal stuff where people I mean, talk about it. I mean, I don't really feel like it's something you need to be closeted about. Star Trek apparently, is pretty awesome. politics. It is really. Yeah. So Star they, Trek is awesome. So apparently, but it's the the classic series from the '60s that he loves.
0: Okay. That's awesome, too. Um, I haven't
1: watched, I haven't really watched many of them. Uh, the it, a, apparently not so much The Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, or any of the other stuff. I'm not really into Star Trek, to be honest. But, really? Um, Star Trek is great, man. The old Star Trek. The,
0: the, not the Not the new fucking shit, like Picard. Oh, God, what a fucking dumpster fire Picard is. But uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I won't get into it because I can get into it, and I won't get into it. And apparently, <laughs> you're welcome.
2: <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> Thanks. Good. <laughs> and a lot of people were saying apparently that like that if he just was a bit more open about it, people would like him more because. Because why not? If you, if it'd be nice. Well, of course, because there's no Star Trek haters out there. No, they just go. Oh, he's like Star Trek. He's got a passion. What a fucking dickhead! He likes Star Trek. Like, there's nobody. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's not a thing. <laughs> and you know? I think I think it's our fear of being seen as like a geeky <clears throat> nerd. Uh, I mean, okay. maybe it's more of a thing on the right. That oh, that's interesting. Like ma- manly men don't don't like, watch Star Trek. Don't watch. Star- yeah, I'm not interested in a hypothetical future. But
0: the, okay, so here's the fucking thing: is Star
1: Trek, which is
0: and a. This is my little, this is my only little mini rant. I won't go on. Okay. But like Star Trek is opposed to Star Wars and Star Wars has its own philosophical stuff that you can get into. Sure. You know, about, you know, being a Jedi and what that means, but Star Trek in its heyday, not today, but in its heyday was all about uh, philosophical and moral and sociological debates, discussions and arguments and ideas. It was amazing. But yeah, this is the first interracial kiss Well, here's a stand in as well. Like not only that, but just keeps going like into not just stuff that has to do with our world like that, but like philosophical arguments and ideas you wouldn't hear of anywhere else. Here's an example on Voyager. um, There was an episode where their doctor, which was a hologram, okay, which was only meant to be used in emergencies, was because they're lost in space, the hologram was turned on and left on 24 hours a day. And so it became its own personality. It kind of developed a personality. And later on in the, the series, it went on a little voyage of its own and met with other holograms that were in a rebellious state. They had rebelled from their quote unquote masters, and they were their own individual independent beings. And they try to convince him to leave his crew because he's a person, not just a hologram, not just a program. And it kind of culminated in him, of course, returning to his crew, but talking to the captain and saying, am I a member of this crew? And the captain's like, of course you are. And then he's like, then I want the same rights and privileges as the rest of the crew members. Like, I want my own, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, fuck, that's fascinating. That's, this is, that's this a, is a fascinating a, idea. It's a fascinating concept to think of like, does this, this program deserve the same rights as a human because is it alive? Is it not al- That's what Star Trek in its heyday, that's what everyone loves about Star Trek is these moral dilemmas. So it's not just about like, eh, phase your fire. It's like. It, you, so yeah. why does Hopper like it? <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is like a hypothetical feature with no money. Right. <laughs> it's like almost like space communism. Right. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Now oh, that's interesting. Why does Harper like it? Harper loves space communism. That's Sp- a good. That's a bumper sticker. That's going to be on our store. That'll be the title of the show. Harper loves space communism, communism. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, we're going to get into a little bit more about his history with Star Trek, personally. But we've got. A-
4: hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot.
1: short break where you can learn about things that uh, maybe other podcasts and sometimes stuff you can buy okay you know what i'm gonna just dead silence no, I'm gonna, nobody to, bought airtime on our show
0: i talked about this two weeks ago i'm gonna do it again i think we should have like a little 10 second audio drama leading up to this commercial here we go ready you're a child and you're stuck in a closet and you can't escape and the only way you can escape is if you listen to this commercial okay and i'm your angry uh uncle that's put you in the closet here we go ready put some music and sound effects let's go
1: i don't want to do this N-uh-uh. no
0: okay Never mind. let's just fucking play the attic, I guess.
1: <laughs> the pandemic has taught us that national solutions to global problems do not work.
5: We are currently facing one of the most challenging moments in human history. In recent years, complex problems like the COVID-19 pandemic, climate crisis and persistent racial and economic inequity have brought into sharp focus the need for government to work differently. Our current model of government isn't working. So what's the solution?
4: Government uh, needs
5: to think about itself less as an administrator, more as an
4: orchestrator and a facilitator.
5: There is a growing movement of changemakers around the world who are pushing beyond the usual debate about what government does in order to address the more fundamental questions of how government should operate. This podcast shines a light on their work to help us understand how society would benefit under a government better equipped to solve modern issues.
2: This is just reimagining the entire way that government plays a role in people's lives.
5: From the Center for Public Impact and Apolitical, this is Reimagining Government a podcast that explores radical new approaches to addressing the most pressing issues of our time. My name is Adrian Brown, and I'm the Executive Director at the Centre for Public Impact. Throughout this podcast, I'll be joined by a series of expert hosts and guests to discover what it means to reimagine government at every level and in vastly different cultural contexts to tackle the most pervasive issues of our time, like climate change, inequity and more.
3: First and foremost, every level of government needs to be actively involved in working together if we're going to respond sufficiently to the problem.
5: Subscribe to Reimagining Government on your favourite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Together, we can redress the balance and reimagine government so that it works for everyone.
1: Welcome back. Um, that was exciting. That was good. Welcome back. Um, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. Stuck all uh, the joy of the room. <laughs> so, uh, so this is a uh, from a magazine called the Christian Science Monitor. Okay, which, um, <clears throat> Christian Science Monitor. Yeah, it was a wonderful publication. We monitor science from a Christian perspective. Uh, okay, this just reading. in. <laughs> Planet no longer flat. (laughs) Up for debate. (laughs) Up for debate. The sun orbits us. That kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Can you make a planet in seven days? (laughs) (laughs) Just classic science. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So they did an article in 2007 and it was called The Surprising Stephen Harper. And in that article, they talked about that he used to, as a youth, he would uh, wear complete costumes uh, and enter contests at Star Trek conventions. Well,
0: now I understand why he didn't want to talk about that.
1: And I could not find any evidence or photos. I think he literally had a private eye to burn all existence. <sighs> right. Like there's people who took photos at those events. Well, I mean, I imagine and if fired, you're like a burly security guard turn up and threaten them that
0: I imagine if you're running for politics at the level that he was, someone is gonna be your multi your your social media manager and they're gonna do a deep dive and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like that's You just scrub <laughs> your
1: Star Trek history.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't think it was yeah. To delete your
1: browser history. <laughs> <kind of stuff. laughs> um and and then and then when I was looking at it, and this is this is a random thing when I googled it um, Stephen Harper was also was also a character there was a character in Star Trek called Stephen Harper there was Captain Stephen Harper there was, was yeah he was a staffy officer who serves as captain captain of the USS to Paul um, and uh, yeah so he uh, it's it's like a, a a backstory character somewhere in the mythology of Star Trek there's one called Stephen Harper. Okay. Whether yeah. it was named after him, I've got no idea. Oh, that'd be fun. Whether he knows that that exists, I don't know, but I'm, I sure, he does. I'm sure he'd be happy if he did know. And that's interesting because because the other thing is that I wanted to talk about, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I wonder if anybody else is into sci-fi, and Trudeau is a massive Star Wars fan. Okay. And <clears throat> um, I really figured it would be the other way around. Mm. Yeah, I, I, space communism is more Trudeau's thing, definitely, <laughs> whereas a galactic empire does feel more Harperish, Right? Yeah. Yeah. Unlimited <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. Trudeau's a massive Star Wars fan. Yeah, so he does a podcast Trudeau. with one of his best friends every Who? year. Trudeau? Trudeau does. It's a podcast he does, which is like what? him just not talking about politics, just with a friend. Once, twice a year, like once said. a year or something? He has a once a year podcast. And he talks about... That's um, funny. And in the last one, he was... See you next year, everyone. <laughs> Thanks was, for joining us. He was talking about how much he loved... Um, Terry DeMonte is his, um, uh, his friend who's the global mail deputy arts editor, um, or so, something to do with journalism or a thing. Um, and, uh, he, uh, he just basically talked about how much he loves Andor. I keep hearing
0: it's a great show. I, I've, I've tried watching it. I've got a couple, maybe two or three episodes in and my friends are like, you just got to keep going, man. It gets so much better. I'm like, I guess I've, I, not to go on a rant, but Disney plus television shows have they feel, and I'm not the only one who felt this. I, I looked this up and I found like a Reddit thread of people going like, what the fuck is happening? They feel rushed, unpolished, kind of pushed through without the quality you'd expect from Star Wars, from Disney. It just, and, and I'm not the only one who feels this way. It just feels, everything feels rushed. And, and or,
1: doesn't as much. Obi-Wan.
0: Obi-Wan felt rushed.
1: Obi-Wan, yeah, when he, when he sneaks a girl out under his coat. Yeah, that felt like a rushed script job. The whole thing feels rushed. Put her in a robot, right? Or you know, like, I don't know. The whole hover, thing hover
0: yeah. above your head like a. So maybe I'll give Andor a shot again because I just keep hearing it's great. It was okay.
1: It was okay. Oh, what I a, mean, what an endorsement! You said it was rushed. It was kind of slow. What an endorsement! The thing is, it's it's a bunch, a, it was okay. There's a bunch of <laughs> British actors who used to be in soap operas in the UK. Oh, really? So it really clouds my perspective of it. Cause they're so like, they're cheap actors, in other words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's cheap British actors. Way to go,
0: Disney. So when you watch yeah. it, you're like,
1: imagine to a North American audience, they're like, oh, wow, these people are gritty. And I'm like, oh, he was in EastEnders. They're what? Like, he was in EastEnders. Oh, is that a... is a, a British soap opera set in the East End of London. Oh, Jesus. Okay. People say things like, get him me, get me out of here. Stuff like that. I love you. That kind of thing. <laughs> All so right. Just imagine that three nights a week for 30 minutes (laughs) okay so is that uh so but also um i don't know if you saw this i shared a video of trudeau at the premiere of
0: return uh, of the jedi return of the jedi did we got It kind of went viral for us and um how many hits how many hits did we get
4: justin And the Empire Strikes Back in Star Wars. At
1: least I think so. Was it what you expected?
4: Uh, no, more. Much more.
1: So that, that was the clip. And, which is funny. But the, the, the comments. the comments—did oh, you see vitriol. any of the comments on just TikTok? Just so much fucking hate towards
0: uh, He was annoying then back too. It was like, there's two types of comments, which is people just trashing Trudeau and then people responding to those trash saying he's eight man
1: fucking relax (laughs) his (laughs) eyes his eyes are manic looking at this age too just like mama god bless um and then piece of shit even as a child um (laughs) for liking Return of the Jedi
0: was it Return of the Jedi Uh,
1: it was Return of the Jedi no just, just because they don't like him his face was so punchable back then too he's eight Um, Yeah, man, angry people love to be angry no matter what. This one made me laugh, though. He answered the question directly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's good.
1: Somebody else said, I will always remember skateboarding with him in front of the parliament. He was going to school with some of my friends. As a random comment from someone who (coughs) skateboarded with him at that age in front of parliament. I thought that was pretty cool. That's kind of cool. And I just just find it so, like, a pair of assholes. Him and his dad (sighs) are going to watch a movie. A pair of assholes. (laughs) And it just makes me realize but it's so funny anytime we post any kind of um
0: anything to do with Trudeau it goes the hate it goes goes insane. Insane. this
1: is at forty thousand views Jesus With Christ. no promotion just organically forty thousand views because of the rage and the counter rage in those comments about people basically saying somebody said somebody else was saying stuff like hey we should should have taken him out when he was that young or Jesus or if I had a time machine all that kind of thing oh my God man <laughs> so anyway. Uh, this is this was the most offensive one. Go back in time and force trans- transgender on him. What does that even mean? I don't know, but um, yeah, <laughs> Jesus. So anyway, um, yeah, so the fucking hate man. It's crazy. It's so funny because you realize that, um, like <laughs> you just realize when we posted videos of Stephen Harper performing and singing "Old Sweet Child of Mine." They were just a couple of comments. It didn't get a lot of traction. Right. But the, the amount of vitriolic hate for Trudeau, who as a child was like, hey, I enjoyed Star Wars. I went to see a movie with my dad. It's insane the amount of hateful comments are in that um, thread. It was yeah. just just mind-blowing. Um, but anyway. Um, if you want to see it. That wasn't just, the point of this it's episode. It's on our TikTok. Just like, go check it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that wasn't the point of this episode, but at the same time it was... Um, just something that happened when I was in the process of researching this and I found that clip of Trudeau go into the premiere okay if there are, if anyone knows any other prime ministers who are into sci-fi like, like does um i I do think it's I do like the fact that Harper was in Star Trek and Trudeau into Star
0: Wars it seems appropriate did honestly. John Diefenbaker like Planet of the Apes for instance yeah that's that's probably not gonna get as much
1: hate did as, uh, <laughs> What's the other one? The one who did the the Shawinigan handshake? That was uh, Jean Chatantal. The one I can't say his name. Cretchen. Jean Crochet. Jean Did he like uh, Soylent <laughs> Green, for instance, or Logan's Run? Which are, what what's, what prime ministers appreciated what sci-fi? That's right. the question everyone wants to know. This is yeah. This is email us CanadianPoliticsIsBoring at gmail if you know of a former prime minister or future prime minister who enjoys sci-fi. This is, uh, this is good shit, man. Thanks. Really, just but if really... you actually want to really help us then, and you enjoy this show and you want to support us and you enjoy the, uh, the hate fuel that we pour onto TikTok about just the people that are discussing, go to patreon.com forward slash Canadian politics is boring.
0: I got to say like, this was fun to talk about, but it's probably one of our weaker episodes. The episode was like Stephen Harper, Harper likes Star Trek and that's it.
1: He likes Star Trek. And, and Trudeau likes so Star Wars. And Trudeau's like, that and people, was... And people hate Trudeau. But like, that's... There was nothing else. That was, you said you wanted a quick one because you're going for a haircut. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to delve deep into a topic that has many layers to it. I just thought it was interesting. Right. And also... I had fun, but I was just saying, yeah, like, it was a little, little weak as long. Why does Stephen Harper
0: like space communism? I was, I was just saying, like, I'm just trying to keep you on your toes, man. Like, you know, I still don't feel like, you know, I don't know. That was alright. That was okay. It <laughs> was fun did, to did talk you, about. I like, you a
1: question. Did you know that Stephen Harper liked Star Trek before this episode? No, I didn't. You do now. I okay, fine. I've been educated. There we you go. You've been educated. Something Thanks. really important that everybody needs to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's coming up next week, Grease? For uh, our special friends, our Patreon.
1: Our special Patreon friends. Oh, we're going to talk about the um, uh, Confederate germ warfare that happened out from Canada. What is that? Uh, well, Canada was a neutral country. Don't ruin it. Canada was a neutral country. It wasn't teasing. fully a country, yeah. but it was a neutral territory during the American Civil War. Okay. And it was used to launch very early germ warfare against um, uh, the Union side by the Confederates. Okay, that's going to be interesting. And that's going to be Ben the Paywall, baby.
0: All right. And if you'd like to check it out, go to uh, patreon.com slash born. We would love your support. And
1: we are... Uh, and and don't forget to let me know if I'm, if I'm a dick talking about scent sensitivity <laughs> oh yeah email reese get let me know let me know why i'm wrong and, and how my armpits being lightly scented ruins your life we look
0: forward to those. thanks thank you thanks bye. guys
1: <laughs>
0: bye everybody